Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. I'm also the author of Decluttering at the Speed of Life and How to Manage Your Home Wherever how to manage your home wherever you lose your mind. That's what I was about to say. It's actually not that. It's how to manage your home without losing your mind. And those books are available wherever books are sold in all the different formats, audio, Kindle, Nook, paperback, all of that. Okay. This is podcast number 299. And I am calling it. Are you guys ready for this? I solved my paper problem with an exclamation point at the end. Right? I I mean, like, this is a big deal for me to be talking about paper and actually saying the words, I solved my paper problem. If you've been around a while, you know what a big deal this is. Because I have been talking about decluttering, cleaning, organizing, blah, 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 for 12 years now on the internet. Um, About six years into that, I wrote some books, okay, which are all about the decluttering process. I did not say a word about paper, I don't believe in the first book. And then the publisher told me I had to talk about paper in the second book. And I was like, fine. And I basically answered it the way that I answer people, which is, okay, I had significantly reduced paper to where it was not this monster in my home anymore. Okay. So I was not overwhelmed by paper, but I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't have a, an amazing system, you know, to keep it just completely solved. You you know, I mean, like I had significantly reduced and I'll talk, I'll go through briefly what those things are, even though I've talked about them before. The things that I recommend for the people who are just completely overwhelmed and you need to hear how I've solved it today, but you also go, okay, I, my brain is going to take a while to jump from that place where I am right now, this place where I am right now to that place in the future where it's solved when I feel like there's just paper on every surface coming out of it. Okay. I get it. Okay. So I'm going to talk about that because I do think there's a lot of value in that simply just saying it's okay to reduce paper. But I have, I mean, I feel pretty confident saying I have solved my paper problems. Uh, I know, but it's a little, it's a little crazy. Now, if you're new here, you may have already figured this out, but if you're new here, And your reaction to seeing somebody on the internet who talks about cleaning and organizing and decluttering saying, I solved my paper problem is, oh, great. Here we go. Here's another, hey guys, it's really, really easy. Just do this. You know, um, it is actually what I'm doing is, is easier than I thought it was going to be. Um, but I'm never going to come at this from the perspective of (laughs) what's wrong with you. Just do this because that's not me. This is, this has been a huge struggle for me my entire life, which is why this is such a big deal, which is why I'm sharing it yada, yada, yada. Okay. But before we get into all of that, I do want to let you know that next week is the 300th podcast. 
what? When I did the hundredth podcast, I was like, what can I do that's special? Oh, I'll have my husband come on the podcast with me. So we did that. It was a lot of fun. We took questions. Um, and then the 200th podcast came around and I was like, Oh, I'll do that again. Well, now it's a tradition because it's the 300th podcast, even though back at the hundredth, I don't think I could have imagined that I would still be going at 300, but here we are. I'm still talking about this stuff. Okay. So if you would like to ask a question for my husband or for us to answer together, email me at a slob comes clean at gmail.com. We will probably record this. Like this, this podcast is coming out on a Thursday. Um, if you're listening to it, like when it first comes out, you're the ones who get to ask the questions. Okay. That's your little reward there. We will probably record it. I would guess either, you know, Sunday night or Monday night. Um, of next week. Okay. So get those questions in and we will answer all of the ones that we feel like answering. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about paper clutter. What in the world? So I am three months into this new system that is working. Now, when I first started it, I was like, I don't know that I'm ever going to talk about this because it's probably going to fail. I mean, that's just, that is, well, that's, that's my experience with, you know, systems and things. And and I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, this is going to work forever and ever and ever. But I don't feel weird about sharing it because I'm like, okay, yeah, like I can see how this is, this works. This this is going to work. We'll see how it goes. Um, so I'll I'll keep you updated if it completely fizzles and fails for me. But um, I I think it's a lot of value to tell you guys about it. Okay, so I'm three months in. Um. It is a big deal for me to talk about this. Here we go. Um, first thing I want to make sure that I say is if you are at the point I was at, you know, 12 years ago, when it was like thinking about paper and dealing with paper made me just want to crawl into a corner and like curl up and just, you know, put my fingers in my ears and go blah, 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 blah whatever, like and just pretend it didn't exist. Like if that's you, if you are completely overwhelmed, don't let this podcast overwhelm you. I am going to go through briefly the the advice that I have always given on how to significantly reduce it to the point where you're not overwhelmed, which is all still true. Like that, I I probably went, I would say eight years of being like, okay, paper doesn't overwhelm me anymore because I reduced it so significantly from where it had been before I started my deslobification process. Okay. But now I have leveled up and I think there's a lot of value in this system that I'm using. Okay. I do want to be clear. And here's where the advertisement comes in. I developed this system. I took what I learned from Dawn of Minimal Mom and Cass of Clutterbug who I have a course with where we each talk about our, you know, our strong suit for me, it's decluttering for Dawn. It's minimalism for Cass. It's organizing. So the three of us together have this course that I'm just telling you, it's changing people's lives. Like we get, we hear from people all the time and I'll share a a testimonial at the end of the thing. But anyway, that course is open right now. It's called take your house back. So you go to takeyourhouseback.com. The link will also be in the show notes, of course, but they recorded the session, the the part, the lecture, whatever, um, several videos on paper. 
on organizing paper, on dealing with paper. I was like, y'all do that one. Okay. So we recorded these, um, you know, it's been getting close to a year now, but I, I was like, I don't know. Uh-uh, no. I mean, I can tell people how to reduce. That's what I, that's what I do. But I always just avoided talking about paper. Cause I was like, I just didn't have this amazing system down. But anyway, because we've been working together and because we've done a lot of, you know, question and answer sessions that we do live within the, um, the course itself for the course members. Um, and we do them together, you know, people would talk about paper and I would, you know, kind of share what I, what I knew, but they would take that. Well, because of that, I was hearing all the stuff they were saying and I was like, okay, they're making a lot of sense. So I have gone through that part of the course and I, here, here's a couple things. They are really great, which is the reason I feel so comfortable working with them. And I really appreciate them so much at emphasizing that you have to find a system that works for you and that it's not the same for everybody. Okay. But at the same time, they give very concrete, strategic, things to do that, you know, so it's not just like, Oh, okay. Just find something that works for you. Great. You know, no, they give you actual tangible, like things to do. Okay. So that's, so I went through theirs and I was like, okay, I've just never thought of it this way. And here's the reason because it's the organizing step. And y'all know I am decluttering. Decluttering is my thing. It is the thing that has made the huge difference. It's the, it's my wheelhouse. You know, I'm all about the decluttering and the decluttering achieves so much of what I thought I wanted from organizing. You know, I wanted to be able to find my stuff. I wanted to not be overwhelmed anymore. I wanted my house to stand or control. I didn't want it to look like an explosion all the time. All those things were achieved through decluttering. And yet there's a lot of value in organizing. Well, I'm not the one to really, that's, that's just not where I, where I go on all this, you know, but Cass comes in as the organizer and she has these clutter bug styles and she has, she, um, her whole entire thing is based around, you have to figure out what your unique organizing style is. So anyway, so that's what I've taken in from this and I've taken it to the organizing level as opposed to just having reduced, reduced, reduced and kept it contained, blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right. Contained meaning the container concept. You guys know that if you know me at all, if you don't, welcome. And you'll figure it out pretty quickly because I talk about all the time, the container concept. Okay. So, um, let me just go through real quickly things that I have been doing for years that brought paper to a place where it was no longer overwhelming to me. It wasn't solved, but it wasn't overwhelming to me. And there's a lot of value in it not being overwhelming. Okay. Briefly, because I've gone over these before in other podcasts. Number one, walk straight to the trash can or recycling bin from the mailbox. No in between places like the counter or the dining room table. Okay. And because of this, it has to be me. I mean, when we end up with a pile or piles on the dining room table, because that's, you know, just what happens to be right there. When you come in from outside, it's because someone else has gotten the mail. And I wish I could delegate getting the mail. I mean, I used to love to go get the mail when I was a little kid. Like that was something fun for me. But the reality is I have to be the one and I have to go straight because I'm the only one that I can control and trust to go straight to the trash can recycling bin. Okay. So go straight there and immediately get rid of anything that obviously needs to go. Okay. Generally, this means that if I have six pieces of mail, I get rid of at least four pieces of mail. Okay. So 
just doing that, I mean, if you think about it, that significantly reduces because the problem is when you think, oh, I have to deal with mail later and you set it on the dining room table, it becomes a pile and you know that there's probably one or two of those six pieces that are important, but when it's in the form of a pile, it's overwhelming because you're like, oh, that's something I have to deal with later. There's going to be important things in there. I'm going to have to think about that. Uh, you know, it's a pile and it's higher. Well, you do even three, four days of that. And suddenly it's a pretty big pile. And then it's like, oh my goodness. And it feels like everything's important, even though the vast majority of it could have immediately gone into the trash. Okay. Don't forget. I say trash. If you have recycling already established in your home, that's what you do when I say trash. Okay. But I know because not everybody does that my goal is just to get you moving. So that's the reason I use the word trash. Okay. All right. So here we go. That's number one. Like that alone is something you can do starting today that will make a difference. Okay. Is just walk straight to the trash can and immediately throw away anything that you don't need to, it will significantly reduce. Okay. Um, the other is to give yourself permission to reduce, meaning when you have those piles that all feel important, tell yourself, all I'm going to do is look through this pile and get rid of anything that is just unbelievably obvious and requires no angst, no analyzation, analysis, whatever the word is. Um, it doesn't require any thinking. I'm just going to get rid of that. Generally a paper pile, especially if you haven't been doing any of that before is going to be reduced by well over 50%. Okay. So if you will just give yourself permission, there's a lot of value in that because the smaller the pile, the less overwhelmed you are. And once you have done that, Well, now, even though you were only getting rid of the super easy stuff, your brain actually has seen what's in that pile and now is like, oh, oh, I know what's in there. It's not this ambiguous. Oh, I bet everything's, I bet you there's something in there that's like, you know, such a big deal that if I was to just, you know, shove that into a trash can, then you know, we'd lose our house or, I mean, who knows? I mean, but those are the kind of things that go through my brain. So instead, once you've done that, even though you weren't taking any action or feeling any obligation about the stuff that actually did seem important, your brain knows what's in there. Okay. So it's less overwhelming to deal with the next time. All right. Um, the next piece of advice is to go digital as much as you possibly can go digital, see what kinds of things you could be doing digitally instead of through the mail. And, um, as things come in, especially some of those real thick envelopes that we used to get, like full of whatever investment information, all that kind of stuff, look at the bottom and see, it usually will say, go here if you'd like to switch to digital. So like as things come in little by little, just do one or two of those every once in a while. And eventually it's going to really reduce, um, your, your paper and then a designated place for the paper that you are going to keep a container. I used to have a plastic tub that was paper size that fit in a specific place on my kitchen counter, which was not, it's like over to the side. So it's not where you actually do any kitchen work. Okay. But, um, So it wasn't like in the way of any of that kind of stuff, but it was in that space. That's where paper ended up anyway. So I just put that container there and then that, you know, visually triggered, oh, I need to go through paper because once it was full. So that was my old system. That is 
all still true for decluttering, all still true to take you from being completely overwhelmed to getting it. Okay. This is not overwhelming to me anymore, but let's talk about taking it on to the organizing level. Okay. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style. Gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. My new digital picture frame from Aura is honestly my new favorite thing. It is a beautiful frame that displays a new photo every 10 minutes. Y'all, I'm delighted every time I walk by my beautiful Aura frame. One frame, lots and lots of photos that I can enjoy. That is a great solution for what can be a clutter problem, right? So how does one frame show so many photos? Well, I preload photos photos onto the frame using a super simple app that Aura has. I have also shared the app with my kids so they can add photos to my frame anytime from wherever they are. Now that my kids are all traveling and moving to different cities, this is like a mama dream come true. So we are also loading up a frame with pictures for my mom for Mother's Day. It only took me two minutes to get started using my Aura app. You can upload an unlimited number of photos, invite others to share photos directly to your frame with no fees or memberships. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code CLEAN at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so here is something that Dawn said that really helped me go ahead and do this. Not saying that I was like, Oh, easy. Let me do that. Um, no, I mean like I thought about it for a long time and I thought, okay, okay. And then I watched the video and I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. And so I ordered these, um, 
basket things, which I'll tell you about in a little bit. But the thing that she said that helped me go ahead is she said, go ahead and set up a system for incoming mail before you have your backlog of paper already dealt with. Okay. So like before you worry about, oh, all the paper that has, you know, been collecting over the years, and I've got to figure out how to, you know, organize that and get that under control. Before you worry about any of that, set up a system for the incoming mail. That is gold. I mean, you know, it it honestly reminds me so much of my same stuff that, you know, that I learned on all these years when I thought I needed to clean my house from top to bottom and then start maintaining because it didn't make any, make any sense to me to do maintenance routine tasks when my house was such a disaster. I was like, why would I worry about the day-to-day stuff when everything is just a complete, you know, pigsty is the way it used to be before 2009. Can y'all believe I've been going on that long? But anyway, so, but, but the thing that actually made change in my home was to go ahead and start doing the dishes. Not that I knew that it was going to make that big of a change. I was just like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to do the dishes. Well, doing that brought about real change. And so that makes it, it's very parallel to this whole, instead of thinking I've got to get paper all under control and then find a system to keep it going. Instead say, I'm going to implement the system for new mail coming in because that is part of the issue with paper is there's constantly new stuff coming in, right? So then if I think of it that way, I realize, okay, if I set up a system right now, then at least I'm not adding to the chaos, okay? I'm going to set up a system and I'm going to go ahead and deal with that. Here, Here's what here's what I'll say is doing that, setting up the system, which I'm going to tell you exactly the system, setting up the system then helped me learn the system when I wasn't completely overwhelmed because I was literally only learning it with each day's mail that came in. I was practicing with, you know, five pieces of paper as opposed to a hundred pieces of paper. You see what I'm saying? Like, so there was no getting overwhelmed. I was just setting it up for the new stuff coming in. All right. So what is this new system? Well, you know, CAS is all about the um, different organizing styles. Okay. So she teaches all of that. You can go um, look at her YouTube channel, Clutterbug. Y'all know she's also like the host of the Hot Mess House on HGTV that came out this summer. It's amazing. Anyway, but she um, is all about these different systems. Well, she says I'm a butterfly. Okay. I took the quiz and she'd already told me that anyway. But um, so that affects how I should be organizing. Okay. But even for all the different styles, her big advice on paper clutter is broad categories. Okay. So instead of these little micro categories, she recommends that you go less organized on paper, which sounds counterintuitive to what you're talking about, to what, you know, you think of when you think how it would get under control. But she is just real big on fewer categories is incredibly helpful in this situation. Okay. So I bought a, which y'all know I'm not real big on buying. I'm a big on decluttering, but this is, this is what I need to do to organize. Okay. So 
I bought a system to go on the wall. It is three. Uh, there's a picture on the blog. I'll link to it. Um, but I, there's also a YouTube video. So I'm really going all in on the talking about paper this week. Um, but there are three things and I can't file thingies that attach to the wall, one above each, you know, uh, vertically. Okay. One above another. Yes. And that's how many categories I have for incoming mail. Three categories. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you what those are. But the broad categories, that was a huge relief to my brain because I was like, oh, yes, that sounds like I could maybe do that. Because what I had tried in the past when I had tried to organize paper and I thought, I'll write about this on the blog someday when I get it. No, it never really ended up working long term. So I never wrote about it. But like I had tried doing a filing cabinet, like a little portable filing cabinet so I could move it. And um, I, I, you know, done folders for A through Z, you know, and I would put things in it. But the problem with doing that way is there was a lot of thinking involved in, okay, so this is car insurance. Do I put it under C or I? Do I put it under V for vehicle? I mean, like those are the kinds of things that go through my head. And so it would take a lot of time, you know, not a ton of time, but it would take some time. And because I had a lot of things I could analyze, well, then I knew it was going to take me time. I knew it was going to take some mental energy. So that was that much more reason for me to put off actually doing it right away. Well, the bigger the piles got, then the harder it was to make myself actually, you know, put things into their place. Okay. This was also before I mean, this was early, early on in the blog. And this was before I had, you know, realized the whole take it there now and do it now, the impact of that. Anyway. Oh, the other thing too, was that A through Z, it didn't eliminate anything because it was just everything that existed. I could somehow find a way to put in categories A through Z. So that it wasn't helping me determine what needed to go and what needed to stay. You see what I'm saying? Like it it could. And I also didn't understand at that point, the whole reality of containers. So the container concept is one of the main things that I teach. And that is the purpose of a container is to limit. It is not for me to put stuff in. It's to limit how much of something I can keep, which then helps me make decisions that are not emotional because I get to blame the container. I put my favorite things in there first. And then once it's full, that determines, oh, okay, well, I don't have any more room for these things. I already know my favorite ones are in there first. So it's going to go paper favorites that doesn't really go together, but I wasn't treating that, um, that as a container. Okay. So as I would put things in it and it would get full, it was like, Oh, what am I gonna do? And I just felt helpless again and again. Okay. Because I wasn't, you know, using it as a limit. The other thing too, is it was a, it was horizontal storage because it was a little file tub with a handle on it, but it sat on my kitchen counter. Well, when it was on my kitchen counter, it would end up with a pile next to it of the things that were waiting to go in it because I was putting off actually doing it. And then those things would mix in with and attract other things that were not important papers. And so then that would become crazy. And then I would have to move all that when somebody was coming over and then it would end up in, you know, 
a box or a tub or somewhere, something. Um, and then when we actually needed papers, we were searching through things. So that was horizontal storage. Well, one of the things that Cass is real big on for my organizing style is vertical storage, as opposed to horizontal where things can just kind of morph into piles and other groups of things. Okay. And this is specifically for how my brain works. Um, and so I got the vertical store. They're on the wall, so they can't be moved. Okay. Which part of me doesn't like that. I don't like being bound that way, but it's working. So I'm learning to like it. Uh, just being honest. Okay. So anyway, that's, that's one of her principles and she teaches that way better than I can teach it. But anyway, that's all in the course. And also you can watch her YouTube videos and stuff if you're not going to get the course. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one-hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style. Gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no-brainer. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. So anyway, it's the vertical storage that was key. That's been really key for it just being this very designated exact place that's not moving and shifting around. Okay. It's a very designated place. Now, honestly, I, one of the reasons I said I didn't want to do vertical storage was because I don't really trust myself for putting stuff on the wall. I'm just not good at it. But at the same time, it's, it's worked, it's done well. And also, um, it helps me <laughs> kind of as a container concept, like, well, I don't want that to be too heavy. Cause I really don't want it to fall off the wall. Anyway. So what are the three categories that I'm using? Well, the first one is a to-do file. Okay. So this is anything, I think Dawn might call it her action file. I'm not sure, but that category is very broad, but it's anything that has to have action taken on it. Okay. So examples of things that are going in there are, we get these, you know, I live in Texas, we have much toll roads, but they're all random and they just take a picture of your license plate and send you the bill. Okay. So, I mean, I'm sure if I lived like in a, bigger city where I was using them all the time, I would get some sort of toll tag, but we don't have that. So we get these random things. Well, those are in that space. All right. 
water bills. That's like the one that we are not able to, you know, get it completely paperless. Um, our car registration renewal stuff, driver's license renewals, those things that are coming up that we get in the mail that I'm like, oh, I've got to do something with this and action will have to be taken for sure. That goes in the to-do file. Okay. Well, that's a super broad category, but it's one that makes me go, oh good. Because you know what? I end up getting really frustrated looking for in the, um, you know, contained thing of important mail. Well, it's stuff that I have to actually take action on. But to know that everything in that file, one of the things we put in there was um, graduation announcements. As they came in, and I guess maybe I'm doing May, June, July, August, maybe I'm doing this four months. I don't know. Anyway, but back in May, as we got graduation announcements, I put them in the to-do file because I was going to give gifts to those people. And so I wanted to, you know, know that they were right there. So I mean, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, oh, okay, yes, I have this as a very specific place where before I'd been like, oh, goodness, I got to keep all these graduation announcements together. Um, I'm going to put them over. I'm going to put them over here. Okay, yes, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. And and then they end up in a pile and then they morph into other sections. Anyway, whatever. But those, that, that was everything. Okay. Like it was so nice to have all that stuff there. Here's where I have to go from there. Okay. This is where I need to have a designated time to go through those things. I have not done that yet. Okay. That I'm not. And yet I still know that that is there. My husband knows it's there. It's not like he knows immediately. Okay. But as he says things like, Hey, where are the such and such? Well, they're in that Remember I, that to do file thing. Okay. So, so it's taking time. We are still working on it, but I know where it is. And as he needs to know where something is, and I try to remind him that that's where things are, we're learning. Okay. We're getting better on that. The second bin or file or whatever, all vertically for me, is the time will tell file. Okay. Now this is stuff like the paint samples, chip things, whatever they are, the little, you know, I don't know what they're called, but they're the things that you gather for, you know, I think this is the paint that, that we're going to use to paint the bathroom that will go in the time will tell. So it's something that is not a to do, but it's something I don't want to lose, but it's also something I can go through and be like, okay, well, time has told and that thing is gone now. You know, um, other things in there might be like a business card for something that we're thinking about doing, like maybe a tree trimmer or something like that. Um, oil change coupons or something like that, you know, where it's like, this isn't, this isn't something I need to keep forever, but it's something we might need. And so now I have a designated space for that. That is a container that means that as that gets full, I go, yeah, I've got to go through this because, there will be things that time has told and I didn't need it. Um, you know, like the paperwork for, we did put an offer in on a house. We didn't get it. I'm still mad. Um, we don't, we're not like in this place where we're ready to move necessarily, but we're ready to be open to moving if something was to come along anyway. But, you know, so we went ahead and went through that process. Well, those are things that we don't need them right now. Because, you know, we're only kind of looking and going, if the perfect thing comes up, then we'll, we'll take action. But I also want to know exactly where those are when we do need them. Okay. So that's where, you know, those are in the time will tell Ben, Ben or whatever. Um, 
vertical storage, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the third category is 2021. Okay. And this one, I'm still wrapping my brain around, but I think I've gotten it and it's worked really well for me. So in this are like, we have a, some kind of termite treatment on our house where we have to have once a year, they come out and check it. Well, you know, it's been going on for a lot of years. So I don't even know how computerized exactly it would be, but like, those are papers that I want to make sure I have proof that yes, we did do this. So we don't lose our warranty on that. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of stuff or the, the, the house repair that you did in 20 this year, where you're going to need to have that, you know, the, what, whatever it is, some sort of 2021 things that we're going to need for taxes for this year. So those are, those are really important things and they go in that. Now, what I don't know yet is what I'm going to do with the 2021 thing. I, I think I can go from there, but you know, we're still in 2021 right now. So, um, at the end of the year, I believe what I'm assuming we're going to do, don't count on this because, you know, we'll see when we get there. Um, but I, what I'm thinking we'll do is go through it, use anything that we need to use for taxes and then, you know, store those items together that we need for 2021, which would be labeled with 2021 and then go where, cause I do have another spot in the house, which I'm not changing, but it's a specific drawer where we have our birth certificates and our social security cards and, you know, my kids, um, as they've gone through driver's ed and things like that, and you go through driver's ed, and then it's not till six months later that you need all that paperwork that you're going to do. You know, we have a very specific drawer for that kind of stuff. So in that area, I'm assuming is where I will keep the, the yearly files once it is the time. Okay. So I know it seems simple and yet three months in that has been sufficient. Like it's, I have not come across things that couldn't fit into those three categories, those three very broad categories. Okay. And yet there has been, there have been two different things that I want to talk about that were huge perks of this system, specifically the contained and designated spaces for all paper Okay, coming into my house and the very broad categories. Okay. Two things that have happened with that. First of all, I, as I bring paper in, I now have one of three categories to put it in, which means I can do it very quickly, which means that I just make that part of the process of bringing mail into the house. Okay. So I not only walk to the trash can, I then also walk a couple more feet and put anything that I am keeping in one of those three categories. Well, once I started doing that, it forced me to open up some envelopes that I used to not open. There used to be some envelopes that I would look at and I would think, well, that seems important. And so it would go into the paper sized tub where I would put, you know, mail that I was going to keep. But because I have three specific categories, I need to know, is this something that I might need in the future? Is this a to do? Is this important enough to go in the 2021 file? And once I had very specific categories to put those things in, 
it made me open things up and realize that sometimes your insurance company sends you something and it looks really important. And all it is, is just their legal obligation to send out their privacy policy update. You know, I mean, like, and so, so many times I, because I have to put it in one of those three places, I open it up, I look at it and now where I used to go from maybe six pieces of mail or 10 pieces of mail down to two or three pieces, I'm now generally going from 10 pieces of mail or six pieces of mail down to zero or one piece because I go, it forces me to open things up so that I know for sure which of those three categories it goes in. And so many times I find out, oh, I needed to look at this, but I don't need to keep this. So it's kind of that decluttering principle that I've always used of look, look, always look. Well, now I'm applying that to paper and just doing that is even more significantly reducing the amount of paper, even though I was getting rid of anything that was obviously unimportant, but I was letting things, letting myself assume that something was important, even though it wasn't. Okay. And it wasn't very much, but that much reduction, it really makes a big impact. Okay. It's also because those are contained space. It's a very specific category. Does it fit into one of these? Those are contained spaces. And that makes me go ahead and look because I'm like, well, I don't want to fill this up with stuff that doesn't actually need to be in there. So I better look. Make sense. Okay. Um, the other thing it did was once I had been doing that system for incoming mail for, I'm guessing a month or a month and a half. I really think I've been doing this for four months now that I thought through the whole graduation announcement thing. But anyway, once I started doing that for incoming mail and started to feel like, oh, things really do fit into these three categories. Like I was really surprised. And and Don and Cass will give you ideas for more categories. So you don't have to be like, oh, I could never just do three categories. They've got other, you know, so it's it's not, this is what I've taken from that and what I am doing. But the the three categories, once I started to see that I was comfortable and confident putting all of my paper into one of those three categories, then... I was motivated to tackle my backlog of paper, which I always put off because paper, right? So as I started to go through that, I I honestly went, used my same old strategy of Dana, I am not going to, I'm not going to commit to anything. (laughs) It's my non-committal strategy. I said, I'm not going to commit to this. I am just going to look through that tub that is full and more than full of paper. And I am just going to see, you know, if there's anything that's expired or old or easy or whatever that I can get rid of just to reduce it. Like, okay, you know, I'm feeling a little more confident with paper. And so I want to take it a little another step further. So I'm just going to look through it and see. And so I did that. Well, now that I had these three categories in my head, I worked all the way through the entire large thing of paper and completely eliminated it. Like a few things went into those three categories and everything else left. I mean, it was all, it was amazing to me how much more confident I was going through paper and identifying what needed to stay and what could go 
after I had been dealing with the incoming mail coming in. Because the incoming mail coming in, you're just keeping yourself from letting a pile up happen. You're not actually dealing with a pile. And so it's significantly less overwhelming and it's much more motivating when you can start to see, which I had from, you know, dealing with paper over the years and, and doing better than I had, you know, years before that, I saw the benefit of dealing with paper immediately. Well, then dealing with it all the way, instead of letting myself do any kind of procrastinating for a month and a half, well, then you know, that gave me this strength to be able to then go and deal with the the other stuff. So it really gave me a lot of momentum on that. And I'm just telling y'all, it really has made an impact. Am I scared to say that? Yes, because sometimes I'm like, oh, great. Sometimes I say it's gonna stop working. But I'm like, I don't know, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated. But this is really, really working for me. Okay. So it makes the question, is this a to do? Or is this something I might need to use in the future, either in the wait and see or in the 2021 thing? And that is a very different question from, is this important? Okay. And that in and of itself made such a huge difference. Okay. So let me just tell you guys a little bit more about the Take Your House Back course. Okay. If you are new here, welcome. Um, But if you have been around a while and you haven't joined the course yet, let me just read this review that was not um, like we didn't ask for it. <laughs> it was on a YouTube video that I did a week or so ago where um, I just happened to mention, hey, the Take Your, Back, Take Your House Back course is opening soon again. And on their own, people continually kept commenting and saying how much they love it, which is the thing we keep hearing. And I know selling is awkward and uncomfortable, except that I am seeing the unbelievable progress that people are making, but people are making amazing progress in their homes. They are feeling like they get it now because of that. And I feel like this comment really kind of brings all that together. So it says the take your house back program is worth every single dollar and the value my family and I have received from it. Well, how much is peace of mind, feelings of ease and calm contentment worth? It's kind of crazy, but I feel like I have been holding my breath for some time and can now slowly exhale. And y'all, it has nothing to do with the dust levels here. Yeah, that's their joke anyway, but, which I totally get. Um, as I don't use Facebook, okay, and this is an issue that a lot of people tend to you know, wonder about. This is this person saying, as I don't use Facebook, I wondered if that would make the program feel lacking in some way. Nope, I had no fear of missing out at any time. It was a complete program, regardless of my lack of Facebook abilities. I also follow Cass and Dawn as well, and have for some time, which made me wonder if I'd see, hear, or learn anything new. Oh yeah, the combination of all three working together, bouncing ideas off each other, tackling real issues right in front of me was a completely different experience. There are too many best parts to single out a definitely worthy spend. Okay. So, um, what she's talking about here with the last lack of Facebook abilities, there is a Facebook group as part of the course. Um, and it is, a lot of people love it, but I know for me and I know for a lot of my people, you we can all get very overwhelmed. And so sometimes people are either like, I don't even have Facebook or I don't want to join a group. You don't have to because all the videos that we do within the Facebook group, we then um, put into the course. Okay. And 
you are able to, those videos within the Facebook group are generally question and answer, but we answer questions live, but also questions that have been submitted in advance. And so you're able to submit questions for those um, question and answers, and you are um, able to watch them. Okay, within the course, because we take the video off of Facebook, I mean, it stays on Facebook, we take it, and then we put it into the course. So it's there as content. Okay, so you're not missing anything other than if you want that, um, you know, kind of way to to have some accountability or to, you know, be in a community with people who are doing the same things in their home and that kind of stuff. But um, it's all self-paced. It's completely like you do this however you want to do it. Um, You do have access for a year because we do, you know, continually improve it and stuff. You have access for a year, but then it's not going to cost you the same amount of money to re-up, you know, at the end of the year, you can stay in the course for a much, much, much smaller amount of money. Okay. So, um, but those of you who bought it back in December, you still have it through this, you know, a year from whenever you bought it. So just letting you know about that. Um, Okay, so just want to make sure you know that takeyourhouseback.com, that's where you can go to join the course or even just to find out more about it to see if you want to join it. Um, It will only be open for a short period of time. We do that so that we can really focus and concentrate on the people who are in the course instead of constantly being, you know, talking about it. So make sure you go check it out. If you happen to hear this later and it's not open right now, get on the waiting list because you'll be able to get in as soon as you can. So just go to takeyourhouseback.com. Okay, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.